everybody. Welcome back. It's Jonathan from Minute Impossible. We're back. We're not back. It's not the hiatus is still going on. Cool your jets. But we thought, hey, let's have a let's have an episode about all of the Mission Impossible Seven uh, rumors and and uh, secrets that are out there. Uh, and I was like, what, what what do we do? What do we do? First of all, uh, Chris may be joining us later, so get ready if he jumps in. Uh, but while we're waiting, we have two different podcasts that also do Mission Impossible slash spy film movies. I got what, the best. What? Yeah, Ooh. I got the best of the best, and they couldn't come, so I got these guys. So, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's Nathan and Aaron from Mission Impossible. This is going to be very confusing <laughs> if you are a Minute Impossible fan and then a Mission Impossible fan because saying those two four words together is impossible. Or I think you guys should impossible. start with your own podcast called Minute Impossible, where you guys just do a minute of our podcast and review that. <laughs> okay, sure. Actually, don't do that. I don't like to think about my voice. I'd that listen much. to that. I'd listen to that. <laughs> and our other guys, uh, one is a returning guest of the show, super fan, uh, Christian, and Zach, his co host from Spy Fi Guys, the Spy Fi Guys. So, Hello. My favorite genre. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, and I would like to go first with the first rumor because I haven't done any research. And the first rumor I heard was that he was going to space. That's a different movie. Yeah, that's Fast and Furious. That's we already know that. That's easy. We got that. <laughs> you know what? But if they get to Mission Impossible Ten, they'd better go to space. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be pissed if they don't actually <laughs> shoot in space. Well, I mean Moonraker is like a spy movie, so why can't the yeah, why can't the Mission Impossible Force go at least on a shuttle? Mm-hmm. to a I, space station there you go. There i you know go. christopher mccory has commented on it where he's just said well mission needs gravity which you know i see mm-hmm. even though they do a lot of defining stunts i gotta start my own rumor here i believe that the ghost of josh holloway is going to be part of the team in mi7 <laughs> <laughs> just oh, throwing uh, that out there so these aren't just rumors these are kind of like your uh your uh, draft king style you're just kind of making bets like i think this is going to happen <laughs> in mission you know seven I think Josh Holloway is going to show up as a completely different character, and he's also going to die in the first five minutes oh. of the movie. It's going to be his brother, like a better tomorrow part two. <laughs> It'd be better if Charlie Sheen showed up and died in the first few minutes of the well, movie. There you go. So we get hey. kind of a also in an elevator shaft though. But yeah, oh, and also by a spike that hits him in the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it happened to my brother. He says Asta Rigatoni or something. (laughs) I just don't want to give him money. I really don't want to give Charlie Sheen money. So true. true. No, no, we get Martin Sheen instead. Oh my god, that would be so good. Martin Sheen as the new IMF uh, director. Well, I think we're already getting a new director, but he's also an old director. Oh well, do you think Kittredge will be the the IMF director or great question, secretary? Okay, okay, let's get okay, let's get it, everyone. (laughs) Take off your pants because we're getting into secrets. Here we go. <laughs> oh, they were already off. Okay, good. <laughs> this is the the rumors or the Mission Impossible <laughs> secrets section. Uh, do you think we, we've learned that uh, Henry Zerny is coming back to the to the franchise as Eugene Kittredge? Yeah, is he the Secretary of State? Like, is he the president? It, it, he could be anything because we we've learned through our own history that people that work for the CIA usually become something higher up in the government when another administration takes over. And it's been, what, 20 years? So the guy could easily be the Secretary of State or the President of the United States. Easily. I, 
I hope he comes back as Kittredge, the head of the IMF, because everyone else has been murdered. <laughs> I mean, that's what I hope. Well, no, yeah, we I'll have go Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's still around somewhere. Maybe. Do we know that for sure? Do we, we don't. We don't. <laughs> have, they, have they ever said, oh, man, he bit it off screen three movies ago. We just didn't mm-hmm. talk about it. Well, I would love him to show up, too. X. I would love well, him to show up. Imagine if he was oh, there yeah. with Kittredge. And they're kind of like, remember when you ran this place? Yeah, this place sucked. Well, remember? then you got to also have Anthony Hopkins in there. That's too. what I was going like to say. Of, of all the like, past IMF secretaries. Am I the, am I the only one who kind of wants all the past secretaries to show up but be oh, the bad oh, yes, guys? Definitely. Like, like <laughs> the Anthony guys. Hopkins and Kittredge. Like, like, they're all there, and they're just like, no, they're unleashing their plan for global domination, and they've been doing it the last 30 years, and boom. In the ghost of Alec Baldwin, just disapprovingly, is just like I can't believe these people. And that's not. That's not. That's not a terrible idea. It would be good. So that would mean that Jim was right in the first movie when it was Kittredge. Yes, we'll see, and then it would end up that it's a Captain America Winter Soldier s thing where you find out that the IMF has been like an actual terrorist organization the entire time, and he has to they fight were with the them. The IMF all along. Whoa. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I would I I don't know that that's might be too much fan service, hmm. but I mean, I, just having Kittredge alone is is making me get giddy. Mm-hmm. Too and much I, fan service would be bringing in some of the TV show heavies. Oh well, um, most of them are dead. Most. Hey, wow. Hey, wait, which TV Barbara show? Uh, the the original TV show or the new yeah, TV we, show we, or? Uh, we got we got two who are alive. Both have yeah. tried to contact for interviews and have got nothing back. Yeah, because they're dead. Okay. They're really dead. They're, not, see that. they're not really alive. <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me that they're not up on the newest small upstart podcast? I'm sure they heard possible? your name and they're like, they're like, I'm sorry, what's their name? Mission Impotable? No, thank you. <laughs> that's stupid. That's dumb. Now mission. Now minute impossible. That's there intriguing. I would definitely. Yeah, be on you that guys show. just haven't asked. You should have asked. Well, here's the thing. We don't ask famous people because we badmouth them so much. I would never want them to hear some of the stuff we said oh, ever. Man. I'm pretty sure when Peter Lupus got my voicemail, he just said, "What's a podcast?" Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, in this one we've got we got uh, uh, Kitcher's coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. Haley Atwell's coming. Uh, yes. Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby's coming back as the White Widow. Mm. Yeah. We've got uh, Palm. I can't actually pronounce her last name. Clement- Clementoff. Clementoff. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. like a good drink. I mean, <laughs> they've they've definitely brought in the uh, drama. Shea Wiggum's going to be there. Fuck yes, Shea Wiggum. I love Shea Wiggum. So that we've got a <laughs> we've got a uh, Fast and Furious connection oh, now. Right. Shea oh, yeah. Wiggum was in uh, the third one, and they're confirmed to be in like you know two in a row right. so it'll kind of be like fast and fourth. furious shay wiggum was in the fourth and fifth ones i think he's uh, in the one. fourth the sixth fifth one is that fourth and sixth keeps breaking his nose yeah <laughs> yeah but but the thing that's really stupid about that and sorry to get completely off topic you're is in no way off topic. The, oh, yeah, this is on he, brand. He I'm going to actually object to it being stupid. This is a great <laughs> subplot. No, 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 it's not. He goes into a prison <laughs> to get information about, is it Arturo Braga? 
And then he comes back out and they have no actual intel that helps them. So it's like, so we got you into prison just so you could break Shea Wiggum's nose. Actually, yes. I kind of love this subplot. Have you not seen a Fast and Furious movie? That is uh, on brand. Uh, guys, just so you know, I also host the Cast and the Furious, a ah. Fast and Furious podcast where we break down the movies one quarter movie at a time. So if you ever want to be on that, we do have a we we, we have a line of, of way for you to go over there. We're in the middle of five. We have right a now. podcast for that. We have oh, a podcast. Wait, it's called the Cast and the Furious. Yes. yes. Damn. Also I mean, actually, just... we, got big, we got big sponsors like Corona because they. I sent them a letter and they sent me back a keychain. I mean, we are we are in it to win it with They're these guys. Family. Pepsi. Yeah, well, yeah. Pepsi thick. We got, we got a lot of. Oh, so wait, uh, am I the only one who's geeked out about Haley Atwell being in no. the mission? Oh, oh, not at all. Because like we yeah. g- glided right past her and yeah, I, I squeed when I found that out. Uh, it's so I, do you great. think now what do you think she is? Because uh, I assume Rebecca Ferguson has now been brought into the uh, the IMF fold, right? Mm-hmm. I assume Probably. she's now Ethan's counterpart. But from what I hear, there's ambiguity on whether or not she is a villain or a hero. She's sort of like an anti-hero force of nature. Okay. I love that. I don't know if you're talking about Haley Atwell or Rebecca Ferguson. Ooh. Ooh. I, if Haley Atwell is the, the heavy, I'm kind of into that too. Oh yeah. That would be so much fun. Well, and we'll get into some of the actual, filming that has started but in a lot of the screen grabs that just recently had from mm-hmm. rome a few days ago mm-hmm. they show her and tom cruise like handcuffed together inside i saw that, yellow that was... car. Yeah. eating pasta which i thought was in bad taste <laughs> <laughs> yeah and let's, let's 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 talk about that uh you guys are bringing the uh, up some of the stuff that's being shot uh, is there anyone else on the cast that you want to uh, S.A. Morales is on, in the movie. I mean, we can go through every person that's in it. I mean, there's lots yeah, of... Yeah, S.A. Morales, didn't he replace... Uh, what's his name? Fucking Beast. Fucking Yeah, uh, Na- um, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Which is like, oh, so that's a I guess very different Morales choice. is... Yeah, that's the that's the Nicholas Holt when you can't get Nicholas Holt. Yeah, you're He's like... You're like wait, has, has has Nicholas, yeah, you're like, has Nicholas Holt been stealing S.A. Morales, like like roles for the past 10 years and we didn't know that they had the same vibe i'm like essay morales almost got into about a boy but he and hugh jackman or not hugh jackman he and hugh grant sort of had like a falling out it just wasn't wasn't just i just want to point out i think essay morales has been working longer than nicholas holt may have been alive oh yeah he was in i mean he's yeah he's he's been working since he was like 18 years old Wow. In movies, it feels like I feel like I've I've known him forever and ever. First movie I remember him in is La Bamba. That's His the first, first thing movie I'm, is eighty uh, two. Yeah, hmm. yeah, wow. and he was in uh, fucking Bad Boys with Sean Penn. Yeah, he's almost been acting as long as Tom Cruise, actually. Maybe, huh? Yeah. They, how old is S. A. Morales? I don't, I don't. We gotta figure that out. Is he is he Tom Cruise age? Is he close? All I know is he's aged like fucking fine wine. He was born in 62. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same age. Awesome. Yeah, so they're counterparts. So they all became up together. Well, uh, came up in the way that, you know, Tom Cruise is a white guy with messed up teeth and S.A. Morales was a person of color in Hollywood. So I'm sure there was a big difference in the way that they had to work. But, you know. Just to call it out, Holt was born in 89. The little bastard is a baby. And yeah, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. <laughs> by nearly a decade i just 
I, I love whenever there are like villain recastings where it's just totally different energies. It's like, so we couldn't get Nicolas Cage, so we got Christoph Waltz for the Green Hornet. Yeah, I always that wonder was what about they that wanted to do for Green Hornet. Yeah, I did Which, not know that. I would have, I would have far wow. rather had Nicolas Cage because yeah, you yeah. know you have an aging superhero who is going through a midlife crisis. It should be Nicolas Cage or supervillain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. huh. that would have been good. I would have enjoyed that movie too. All the, the movies no- that never got made. So the notable lack on the cast is there's no Jer- Jeremy Renner that we know of. No, that we know of. He was in the last one, though, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that should well, be enough for him, right? I mean, like the reason he wasn't in the last one because he was filming Endgame and uh, Infinity War. Yeah, and they couldn't have him on standby for a movie that was changing so much script wise. Mm -hmm. And I know that Jeremy Renner. I don't know. I think there is a possibility Jeremy Renner could be in this one because in all the reviews they or in all the interviews they have talked to Macquarie about it, they have just said like. Anybody who is alive or isn't alive is fair game to be in this movie. Hmm. Isn't alive? Anyone who isn't alive is I mean, like Jim yeah, Phelps? About, Did I just hear that? He talked about yeah. um, Alec Baldwin and uh, Henry Cavill like, coming back. He's like, they could come back. We could always have flashbacks. That's true. <laughs> flashbacks would be weird in a movie series that's never had a flashback. Well, he's flashbacked uh, in his own memories. Yeah. But it's part but of the like, movie. <laughs> it wasn't like they flashback to something that... Oh, by the way, when I was in Bucharest in 1987. Oh, you're uh-huh. like, what? what? Or a cold Budapest. open, a cold open showing a different perspective of the Langley heist because apparently Alec Baldwin was yes. there. That was his first day on the job. <laughs> you edit in some footage of like, I don't know, Hunt for Red October, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> well, just, you just getting reprimanded by you like face, face replace though. Well, you could replace his face, but you'd have to replace his body too. Okay, you got a face. You replace his face on a younger, like stand-in. Just get a younger Baldwin. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, how many of them are there? And how many children has he had? Is one of them old enough to be his doppelganger (laughs) yet? I think they're all babies. I think they're all babies. Uh, I remember on this most recent season of Agents of Shield, they got Bill Paxton's son to play young Bill Paxton. That's great. It was that. great, but it did not work. Oh. <laughs> like, I thought it worked. I thought he, the energy was similar. Well, he was not as good an actor as Bill Paxton. Oh, say, yeah. But. I don't know. It was kind of like when they have that one guy with really outlandish Joker-like features being young Jack Nicholson in Batman oh. 1989. I bought that, but I haven't seen that in a while, actually. <laughs> it, it doesn't work, but it's fun. Yeah, That's like What's-His-Face uh, from... Uh, uh, help me, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, uh, the guy that got like to get choked. Yeah, his kid was in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that no one liked, the the bounty hunter that like badmouthed the production afterwards. Oh yeah, he was Wait, Will's he boyfriend Wait, at the what? end of the seasons of Will and Grace. Help me. Um, <laughs> he always plays um, a tough guy. Really, Italian, Italian tough guy. Bl- blanking out on this. Yeah, help, me. No help me. Yeah. Uh, so someone's yelling at the. At the at the universe about this, somebody's yelling into their Spotify right now. Yeah, now, now I'm looking, at... looking like a crazy person on a city bus in a mask, <laughs> just being like, "No!" Oh, Bobby Cavanaugh. Okay, oh, that's who it was. You do. There are so many different ones you could have said for that. Yeah, it's yeah. Bobby the C, douche, the douchebag who isn't a douchebag, who's a cop dad and Ant Man. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 
Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's, okay, he is, Irish he's obscenely nice in that movie. You're like, mm-hmm. you should be a dick, but no, you're just yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. There was no bad guy in that movie other than the bad guy. Like, there's no like, oh, the, the dick. I think that's how it works for most movies. Oh, no. Sometimes there are. <laughs> no, no, no. There's shit, there's shit. I, I've seen the Sex in the City movies. All those women are nightmares. They're, They're all, I, I, I watch a bunch of terrible horror for another podcast I do. Trust me, there are plenty of bad guys in movies. <laughs> are not the bad guys so right now yes, we don't know guys. exactly who's going to be the bad guy in this movie nope all right that, well we know that it's sa morales and possibly Haley atwell oh yeah do, but do, do we, we know, know... Hmm? oh go ahead no go on do we know if uh what's his face from the last two movies was going to be back here we go again uh solomon what's his lane? face solomon lane yes yeah uh, actor's name is I feel me. like that story might be over with but they may hmm. use him like in a Hannibal Lecter style capacity like Ethan don't you understand the suffering has gone on uh, I don't know why I'm doing German <laughs> maybe he's gonna be like maybe that'll be the flashback maybe it's him oh, talking with Cerny uh, Cerny with uh, Henry Cavill and these other people like that were part of the syndicate. the syndicate at the time but oh. it's previous I don't know or maybe no He'll show up in eight as like the, oh my God. Uh, All right, well, let's, let's go into, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the shooting schedule. We know we've started, but there's mm-hmm. been lots of stuff that's happened. It's during, we're still in the pandemic, obviously. So this one, this is being recorded. If you watch and listen to it in the future. So uh, they started recording. Where did they first start shooting the movie? They Norway. started shooting in Norway on September 6th. Ooh, yeah. got dates. After I got dates. after how long did they postpone the initial shooting? They, they originally they were on the ground, or at least not not everyone. Peg, I think, was on the ground in Venice, and so was uh, McQuarrie. Yeah, in March, in and like, then it got shut down. Days I think before. it was a good seven yeah. months that they put it on hiatus. Okay, no, does that? Yeah, that sounds about right. They just turned it back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I hear from what I have uh, heard about like. They have like a cruise ship that they're quarantining, which I'm just going to call the cruise cruise because (laughs) come on, which is another podcast, which is another podcast that I run. We just talk about Terry Crews movies and Tom Cruise movies and alternate between the two. I'm serious though. There's a podcast that's that's called the cruise cruise. (laughs) Or, or the cruise cruise, cruise where it's just about Tom Cruise movies and or boat movies. And if he's not in the boat, if the boat is behind him, they talk about the boat that oh, is in the scene. Yeah. They, they did speed <laughs> to cruise control. Yeah, we just did speed to cruise <laughs> control the last cruise cruise. week. Oh. We're also doing White Chicks and Austin Powers Goldmember. Awesome. Oh, I love that beginning of Goldmember. <laughs> and Top Gun because he does fly off of a boat. Yes. He's in the Navy. He is in the Navy. <laughs> Do you guys call yourselves the cruise cruise crew? We're the cruise. Oh, we, are, we, we are the cruise. There crew. we go. Well, if you sign up for our Patreon, you can become a cruise 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 member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, now I feel like this is like actually Seuss. a solid podcast idea. <laughs> All right, so back to that cruise the, that he rented out. I think I heard that he personally paid for yeah, that. He did. He yeah. bought. He, he rented a, a ship. A cruise Which, liner. I mean, ostensibly, it's it's not a terrible idea as long as you really do quarantine the entire group and there mm-hmm. is no actual uh, yeah. crossing of the barriers because you know for a fact everyone's in there is clean. Right. And uh-huh. so, yeah, that, like, I, I get it, but it, it could go wrong so fast. 
Oh yeah. If one person gets COVID there, they're pretty much, it's just going to pass through the entire ship from what I hear. Everybody did a 14 day quarantine. They all got tested and they all got admitted into the cruise cruise. And now they're, was... but they're off the cruise cruise now. Cause they've gone to Rome, Rome. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but so they even... went from Norway, Norway to Rome, Rome uh-huh. via the cruise cruise. Gotcha. Oh, did they actually go on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cruise crew. Oh, I can't even do it now. Wait, how long would it take to go from Norway to Rome? It seems like a, On a while. Boat? It'd be a fun cruise. It would yeah. be a fun like, cruise. Well, like You'd have to go around all of Europe, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Go in and go in the... I don't know. How do you get... How do you get into the Mediterranean Sea other than like near Spain? Like, how do you? I don't. I think you just have to go all the way around. <laughs> They're just like, well, there's no other way in. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see. That's what they were doing for the seven months they took. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we're not on hiatus. We're literally just having to circumnavigate the entire Earth. I'm just picturing Cruz and Macquarie like battling over who is captain of the ship. <laughs> oh, while Tom was on there, he learned how to he learned how to uh, pilot a cruise ship. Okay, cool. Hey, Why do I picture nice. Shay Wiggum like shoveling coal into like an old style boat? Well, first they, yeah, they. It's weird that he bought, he rented a, a steam powered ship. It's, you it, know what? It, I actually realized why I'm it. picturing that because Shay Wiggum was the drunk captain in Wolf of Wall Street, who was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna get some chop." <laughs> Let's see. Take take a boat. From Norway. I was looking it up too, but I'm glad somebody else did it. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Well, it's, it's, it's take a boat from Norway to Scotland. No, screw that. Scotland's too easy. Take a boat from Norway to Rome. I, I guess while you are looking that up, we should talk about some of the crazy shit that yeah. was done in Norway because the holy motorcycle. Fuck. Oh my god, the, the motorcycle. Oh yeah, goodness. which apparently had a flame spark up before they shot it and they had to rebuild it no and i think that was in london when they were when they were like doing the rehearsals for it they had the fire i read that it was norway and it stopped really? a motorcycle stunt so oh, i'd assume okay. that's be... the stunt yeah but yeah seeing that footage of tom cruise just go off that fucking ramp literally down... doing the stunt from gold golden eye <laughs> like yeah. for real yeah i was like oh okay he's really oh he's really doing this okay Okay. So here's my question. How many motorcycles did they destroy doing that? Because there's no way the motorcycle has a tiny parachute on it to make it land safely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I assume they have, what, 10? <laughs> how, many, how many times do you have to do that? You, t- uh, Tom's a perfectionist. That's true. And then that crazy-ass <laughs> train stunt. Ah. Uh. Well, oh, then we're only the seeing those. Is? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what all I've seen are the uh, the stills from it. Oh, oh there's okay. video too. It's there's I mean, a fucking hilarious fighting. video. Yeah, it's, I, it's only funny as fuck because it's just a bunch of Norwegian guys chasing down Tom Cruise on a train in the car, and they get like right up near the train, and they're constantly like looking, and you just hear this infectious laughter, and then Tom Cruise notices them waves and then they fucking lose it and it is one of the most like infectious like uh, it's the subreddit r slash contagious laughter that is one of those posts <laughs> it's delightful it's i'll have to, I have to find that one because I've, I've actually tried to stay away from all the stuff 
I'm just trying to go in clean. I enjoy that more. I, I mean, I can't get away from the stunt stuff. Like I always see the set piece because I just I read too many blogs. I'm like shit. Yeah, I know that's by piece? design because they want to like build up the stunt, sure. which I'm fine with because you know like the plot doesn't matter when it comes to the stunts. Like nobody's gonna be like five reasons why Tom Cruise is on top of a train right now. It's like oh, of course he's <laughs> on top of a train. Just so you know, there is no way to get to from Norway to Rome by, uh, well, you can by ship. I mean, they just don't have that as an option. I'm looking at the map. It is uh, literally straight <laughs> up and down between Norway and Rome, but there's a lot of Europe in between it. Mm-hmm. And there's a ferry train combo that takes 39 hours. No, thank Maybe you. That's why they were on the train. There's a bus night bus. <laughs> you just rode the train on top. <laughs> yep. Hey, that's not a bad way. It's efficient, you know? Mm-hmm. You do all your yeah. shooting here. Then you're like, okay, we got to take this train anyways. To hell with it. Let's just hop up on the roof. Let's shoot this segment. We already cleared out this train. wrote that shit in the car on the way to the train because that's the way they do it. I'm just going to pop up on the top. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah. We've already got the cameras. They're in, they're in one of the train cars. Just go get one. And we'll go shoot If this. that is legit how they filmed it, like, <laughs> McQuarrie is a wizard. Oh. Uh. Uh, I do have a quote from Christopher McQuarrie talking about the stunts themselves. Mm -hmm. And it just says, we figured out three obscene things that he's doing that I'm terrified of that make the helicopter chase from fallout look like tinker toys. All right. What's your, one of those. Well, we don't know what they are. We don't know what they are, but but one uh, one of them, I assume is the motorcycle jump. Yeah, Definitely. Which, which well, I will say, like I'm happy to open. see Tom Cruise fighting on a train again. Yeah, agreed. Is he wearing a big blousey white? Is he wearing a big blousey white no, pirate he's, shirt? He's in like the same sort of black turtleneck with jeans combo. That, that he was seems to be his season. thing now. This seems to yeah. be his this movie's. Well, he was in that little Fallout too. That mm-hmm. this seems to be his stunt action wear mm-hmm. because say, he wore that on the uh, helicopter too. Yeah. If I also like shows the, up, oh, no, no worries. Gone, gone, gone. I oh. said, <laughs> uh, so I like that. Not only is there a train, but there's also a, like orange or bright red helicopter too, which makes me think of Krieger from mm-hmm. the first movie. Well, I was going to yeah. say, is if Kittred shows up on the train and that's his cameo, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> oh, if he puts on the glasses, he's like, yeah, Hello, he just Mr. shows Good morning, Mr. Phelps. Good morning, Mr. Phelps. What if like a speed racer-esque scene Tom Cruise is chasing S.A. Morales on top of the train and he sees the ghost of Jim Phelps and he's slowly chasing that ghost. And the Michael Giacchino are actually probably Lauren Ball's score cues in. I know, it's yeah, because this is what seven is when they're like, we're now going to have ghosts in the movie and you're going to be able to see yes. them. Hey, like, there are like ghosts Earth. canon in the Mission Impossible this universe. Is true. You did and just post about that, I saw. Yes. Yes. This happened. Is this in the TV show? This uh-huh. is a TV show, which is still canon. Yeah, technically, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. There's no, well, referring to real ghosts. Yeah, we don't consider <laughs> we, that's not considered the extended universe. I don't think there is an extended universe for Mission Impossible. It's, what, would the fan fiction from Fan Fiction Friday canon. be extended universe? Yes, fan fiction is only extended. That's the EU of their uh, 
If you guys are on, you can uh, do some fan fiction with us. I find the worst fan fiction for Mission Impossible, and sometimes not. It just has the word Mission Impossible in it sometimes. Oh, man. And we can grab Phelps and he read it. No, it's has never there been Cinnamon and Barney uh, slash fic because hashtag Cinnabarn. I really want that to happen. <laughs> we have not read any slash fic yet. It has all been just really bad. Like these are people that think they can write. So oh. it's it's more fun than like slash fiction. At least they're trying to like they're like I'm trying to make something horny out of something that's not. So that's what I'm doing. Whereas <laughs> these other people are like I have a really good idea for Ethan's next adventure. And that the first thing awesome. he did was he got in a fight with an axe, and everybody's like, an axe? What are we? <laughs> what am I looking at here? I actually kind of enjoy a. I think I enjoy an Ethan axe fight. That might be good. I'm just imagining like actual slash fic, but with masks. <laughs> <sighs> So it's like, like at that. the end, Ethan and uh, Duggar A. Scott have sex, and then he finds out, oh, it's that one fucking dude with the duct tape underneath. <laughs> it's like, mm. Hugh? It was Hugh? <laughs> he? Hugh. Well, well done, he. <laughs> and Duggar A. Scott looks aside and thinks, I could have been Wolverine. No, it's, like, oh. it's Josh Holloway is who it is. That's ah. the other guy. <laughs> Or is it Hugh wearing a Josh Holloway mask? <laughs> wearing a Tom Cruise, he's wearing an Ethan Hunt mask. Will there be masks in this movie? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. That's a given. Was there a mask in the last movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there were a lot there of masks. There were two masks. Actually. Oh, that's right. The, the Wolf Blitzer mask. Yes. Right. Oh, what was the other one? The, the other um, one was when uh, oh, Simon uh, Pegg. Yep, Lane. Yeah. When he was Solomon Lane, right? Simon Pegg, Benji, bitching about masks for the past two movies. He gets both mask reveals in the next oh, one. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what they'll be in this one. I feel like there's got to be a Haley Atwell um, and then mask pull, mask pull, where she either she is. Um, oh good lord! What's Kittredge? No, um, Rebecca. Actually, what's her name? I'm okay with that. Rebecca Ferguson's character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ilsa. Ilsa. I don't know. I couldn't remember. Ilsa, but like. <laughs> It's going to be a Haley Atwell as Ilsa or vice versa at some yeah. point. What if I, they just I have... I was going to say, I think you're right, but I really want them to go hard with it and really do make her like be Kittredge or Kittredge is her. Like just full-blown somebody who doesn't fit at all. Like Luther pulls his mask off and it's <laughs> Haley Atwell. I, I want that. <laughs> but then to make it work. I mean, they did the uh, what's his face, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tom Cruise, True. which is like they had like a bodysuit and everything. So it's not right. out of the realm of possibility. Well, this this actually, I, and I listened to the Christopher McQuarrie Insider podcast because they're yes, fucking entertaining as all mm-hmm. fuck. Oh yeah, and I could listen to that dude talk. Uh, they originally hours. had a scene where Simon Pegg disguised as Alec Baldwin, and what? he pulls off his mask, and then the suit deflates at the end of Rogue Nation. <laughs> Because oh. obviously different masses. Mm-hmm. But what I personally want is I want Rebecca Ferguson disguised as Michelle Monaghan. So all the sexist oh. white guys in the audience could be like, wait, she put a mask of herself. Oh. Do you I think Michelle think Monaghan will be back on. at all? I, I don't think, think she's she done. Will. Yeah. No, I think her, her arc is over. I don't yeah, think she, I mean she's we done in the show. We're 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 talking. We've talked about this on this on the podcast. I'm like, I don't know if it. She should have been in it to begin with. Not not the actress. Not like I don't like the actress. The story was always kind of they they made it disposable, and then they've brought in Ilsa Faust as this new whatever. I mean, I don't know if it's it's romantic right now. It's more of a comradeship, but there is something there. 
And I kind of wish, I'm like, if you were going to keep Rebecca Ferguson, make her into something in the movies. Instead, you wrote her off the next movie, which was... Uh-huh. I, I actually disagree. Hey, Michelle Monaghan. Yeah, I disagree. Michelle Monaghan, sorry, yeah. Oh, You've done uh, a lot with Rebecca Ferguson. I apologize, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I still kind of disagree. Um, I, I like that she showed up for the movie that she did, and it gave an answer to both, A, what are these people like when they're not at work? And That's it true. also also showed us that ultimately luther is right you can't do that and have a normal relationship and so like i liked that she came back in and they put a nice little bow on it she got married she's doing doctors with that no i like the i like the third version i like it when she came back but but even that initial bump i mean granted it's a disservice to her character because she's just there to affect Tom Cruise. But I still like what she did to Tom Cruise in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, because Ethan Hunt really isn't a human being until the third one. But the second, but the the fourth one, they write her off completely and she's at the end. And that's why, I I don't mean I don't like her character there. I was like, if you're going to do it, do it. And if if they have a breakup, then they need to have the breakup. And instead, at the end of three, they're not broken up. Yeah, I kind of wanted thing... them to. I wanted them to have like your everything you're saying, Aaron is is correct. It's that's the whole point of what Basically she was what brought in for. Ghost Protocol sucks because they didn't have enough Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> no, I but I love Ghost Protocol. <laughs> uh, it's hard. They, uh, Christopher McQuarrie actually rewrote the ending of Ghost Protocol that's because right. yeah. uh, Michelle Monaghan was originally just dead, and he's like, "Yo, y'all are pulling Alien Three with this shit." He spends the entire last act of Mission Impossible 3 trying to save her. Then you kill her off screen before the movie even starts. I don't care how fun and exciting the mission is. If she's still dead and it's his fault, that emotion is still going to carry through the whole movie. Yeah, which, so, Mm -hmm. and here's why I like it is because in any other action movie, like, like pick a James Bond, pick any other action franchise, that they would have killed her off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fact that they don't, it adds an amount, it adds a certain amount of heart and happiness just to the entire franchise. Cause he didn't entirely fuck her life up, you know? That's true. Like everyone yeah. gets their happy ending, even if mm-hmm. they don't get to be together. Yeah. Come on. Uh, guys. <laughs> I know it's that beautiful. Maggie, Maggie Q has officially confirmed that she mm-hmm. will not be in the new movie. Yeah. So you have that. Yeah. Vin- Paul, <laughs> Paul Patton might show up. You mean Cinder Barnes kid? Yeah, Cinder yeah, right. Barnes kid. <laughs> I, I just, I, I want there to be a more permanent female role in these movies. And Rebecca Ferguson is turning into that. Mm-hmm. And the White Widow is going to probably die in this movie. Let's be honest. You think she, so? She made it through oh, a whole movie. I know, but I mean, she made it through a whole movie. I kind of feel like it feel it has that feeling. No, no, All you're right. right. She's but going what to if, help okay. the good guys and die in the process. And yeah. then we find out Max isn't dead. I would, <laughs> I would love that. Actually, and I mean, is yeah, Vanessa Redgrave still, still alive? alive? She's still alive. <laughs> Does she act anymore? I think so. I know they were really trying to pull for her for Ghost Protocol yeah. because they had the same guy who like oh yeah puts the mask on him and then he randomly is for a different arms dealer and it's like oh okay 
Yeah, that was weird. Uh, we've never actually – we haven't talked about that part yet because we haven't gotten to it, obviously. Neither uh, have we. But the, the – except the original one, and we're like, so did they cast him and not know he was in it? Or or did he like – they say, hey, you got a role in uh, the new movie. He's like, but I've already – never mind. I'll be in it again. <laughs> like, just, like, it, it's a part that you want to take it when they give it to you as opposed to – yeah, because well, when you watch him, you're like, wait, he's the henchman for Max. Did he just – I mean, I know it's a small world. I guess the arms world is a very small world of people. He's got nasty mask. Yeah. When when (laughs) Max got arrested, he used the gap in the arms industry to get in there and establish his own dominance. And that's really what, like, pivot him into a major figure i'm the guy who puts the burlap sack over (laughs) that is my that is my job if you need me for anything else i really can't help you out but i'm really good at this one goons have ambition too just because they're a masked person doesn't mean they don't have dreams that's true i I won't rat you out I'm not gonna look. I I, I always pick the comfiest masks, <laughs> and then I sew the comfiest material into the eye holes and the mouth hole. When I put the oh, tape on your so mouth, creepy, I'm always super gentle. It? Yeah, that's the na- <laughs> we, we we deemed it the nasty mask because it's yeah. so it's, creepy when you see it. Cause yeah, because when you look at it, you're like you're like, oh, that's <laughs> it's a I, I only mask. use the same mask. I do not use duplicate. <laughs> yeah, it smells sweaty on the end. Do you smell that? That is the gross. you know what that is. That is the smell of the fear of the other people that wore this mask. I want to know uh-huh. if the prop department kept that mask, or they had to make like some, someone on the prop department had to recreate this mask. Ten out of ten, they had to recreate it. As someone so, who has bought a mask to make a nasty mask, I to, thought about it. I and I tried to sew stuff to it, and I actually what ripped the the nose part that keeps it? the eye holes oh. and the mouth hole together. So it was just one big hole. It was awful. It was a nightmare. Those things suck. Uh, Those masks. You know, Aaron. I just realized we're not that focused of a podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not our doing. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, let's move on to the next 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 place. So we've gone from Norway, Norway to Rome, Rome. Via boat, boat, cruise, cruise, train, 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 a lot of train, train, and but train, train. but but they only got to Rome recently, and they've already hit a snag as of this recording. Oh, they they've stopped, I believe, for some testing. They had to wait on some tests. Oh, I didn't know about that. I think so. I think I think there was a, a maybe exposure. Oh, it's one of those things where it's like no one is saying, you know, everyone on the cast has it. They're just being like, there was an exposure. We need to do whatever we need to do, whatever that is. You know, we don't produce for a couple of days or a week until that person tests positive, negative, And we make sure every person they were near yeah. is, is not uh, infected. I was actually so. I was mm-hmm. reading how they do contact tracing on set. They even have barcodes on all the vehicles and all the exit doors from oh. their facilities. Are they and doing so the wrist it, thing like they do? You have to scan yourself out. And so that way they know exactly who goes where, when, how, why, and all that jazz. All that yeah. RFD stuff from uh, from uh, Disney World is really coming in handy now. Oh, all, the, all those yeah. little scan code cards like you just like have on your bracelet and know mm-hmm. who you were next to. and Yep. Disney yeah, I, I know that they have been more conscious about it than most of the other movies filming. I mean, we just recently saw with Batman, mm-hmm. your, your lead got it, which is like, holy shit. Well, I mean, and- Tom Cruise is in a religion where science is part of the name. He's going to be big on, on <laughs> going, through, uh, going through the science of uh, COVID uh, restrictions. Well, and the, mm-hmm. the one thing, so I, 
I, I give Tom Cruise a lot of shit. He's had a uh, he's had a colorful life, um, but like he legitimately does give a shit about the people he directly works mm-hmm. with and the product he creates and so movies. Th- yeah, he I always was says thinking about movies. this earlier. Like, like yeah, I got a lot of issues with the things he said and done over the years, but damn, does he care a lot? Is he good? He cares yeah. a lot about movies. That is his. He loves. He as he always says, he loves movies. I love movies. Yeah. If I love you movies. remove Scientology from his entire career, he would be like the love Donna Keanu Reeves level. I feel like. Mm, I but agree then with you, that. you but like then he jumped on the sofa at Oprah. So yeah, and his and his relationships, which I think are part of the Scientology thing. Thirty three. Yes. Wait, yes. is anybody on this podcast older than thirty three? Otherwise, I gotta leave. I am. Oh fuck. Why? What do you like? Yeah, what uh, you, you need to explain it, all, all of his you all of his wives. He divorced them at thirty three. Oh yeah, I'm 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 thirteen years older than that. All right, I, just, I, just I could not I could not be married to Tom Cruise anymore. Let's just put it that way. Damn. Well, yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be married to Tom Cruise. I think they just want to be on his good side. There you go. Speaking of, let's, let's since we're still in the rumors section, let's. Did you see that Nicole Kidman actually spoke up about Eyes Wide Shut recently? Mm-hmm. Like recently. Yeah. What that was weird. That came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She was on his side too. And yeah. and it was very it was very positive toward uh toward Tom and their family. Like they they hung out in a Airstream trailer. They did this movie for a year. They had their two kids there with them, and they made spaghetti sometimes because Milos would show up. It was an <laughs> odd interview, and I'm like, now you're telling us this stuff. This I've, is yeah, I read that, but I could, was there a larger context to like that in the like actual interview? Because I only saw like that snippet of it. I don't know if I think someone was at. I think it was brought up her relationship with him and she brought up eyes wide shut okay and it's like okay i guess we're talking about eyes wide shut now (laughs) the the production of eyes wide shut is just fucking insane any kubrick production is fucking insane yeah but this this is the longest concurrent production for a film at least that was the guinness world record at like 2003 2004 and Mm -hmm. you know they basically filmed that motherfucker for like what a year a year and a half yeah, a year. Well, it was, yeah, it was at now. least a year of production. It might have been post production, another half year, but this is it. Yeah, it. I know there was one scene where Tom Cruise walked through a door and then Kubrick had him walk through the same door like 98 times. Ooh. No complaints because the dude is like fucking weirdly professional. And he loves movies. <laughs> I love movies. I love movies. So, all right. Rome, Rome. Uh, what set pieces do we know? Uh, is the train from Rome? No, or no the train is, is no, from Norway. Norway. Okay, yeah. so they did shoot that there. They've shot a motorcycle scene and a right. car chase in a little yellow car, as I said before. That they looks shot... like the car from For Your Eyes Only. That's the oh, first yeah, thing I thought. it does look like that car. Okay, I'm down for that. That's good. Well, That's I mean, saw... it's a car chase yeah. where they're supposedly handcuffed to each other which is a cool idea for a car chase and i mean most of the mcquarrie tom cruise car chases have all been great especially reacher holy Mm -hmm. shit oh fuck yes yeah those are good 
The so who's the stunt coordinator? Is it all the same? Uh, have we brought back a lot of the same people, or do we? Yeah, have it's the same so, stunt coordinator yeah. because it's. Uh, I believe it's like McCory's cousin or something like that. Oh. I didn't know that. I think his name's like Wade Eastwood. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So he knows. So he knows how to not kill Tom Cruise, basically. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a fucking freaky ass story I heard about Ghost Protocol where since he had to fire the original stunt team who told him, no, you can't go on the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got a new stunt man. And I, I think it was one of like, the assistant cinematographers who was filming. And he's like, the, the dude who's running the stunt team says, Hey man, could you like tap my uh, like back or anything? If it seems like he's about to fall, he's like, wait, 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 that, that should be your job. He's like, yeah, well, I actually, I had an accident where my adrenaline glands were, like, stripped. I heard about this. Yeah, and I, if something bad happens, I won't be able to tell. <laughs> so he's like, the guy from, he's like the guy from uh, Free Solo, where he, like, can't feel fear. I, I, I don't from know. Free Solo? I didn't know that. I got to watch that. Yeah. I need to watch Free Solo and stop using it as a term for having sex with the rock <laughs> uh, it's not a sequel to solo a star wars story i either. really thought it was going to be a star wars joke i really did <laughs> I mean, something was coming but i wasn't they, ready for the rock they did have a double feature of solo free solo and solo a star wars story like at in the well i'm over in dc so at the air and space museum like their imax theater okay yeah, because that's how I need to see Solo in the IMAX theater. Uh, Great. Solo or free Solo? Hey, I mean, either way, the answer. I, I like Solo. <laughs> I like Solo too, but I don't need. I don't need IMAX for it. It's like it wouldn't. That's have, fair. It wouldn't have helped me. All like, oh, really? <laughs> it's like so much better now. Uh, the 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 they were gonna film in Venice. That was canceled. So, do you think that's like the Rome segment is replacing Venice? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. I because uh, because Venice is also halfway underwater right now, and they're working. Have you been yeah. watching the news? They've been they're working on some new storm thing after a hundred or a thousand years. No. The first time they actually have the first uh, levees have been put in. Of course, they oh. don't work. Oh, they, they work a little. Okay. I, I don't think. Uh-huh. I th- I think it's more than likely with seven months between shooting in Venice that there's just a completely different story. That's true. Cause yeah. Because yeah, with McQuarrie is famous for rewrites. So if he yeah, had this much if, time, he would just be like, mm-hmm. well, just oh, yeah. do, he's just probably do. just using all that time to write. Yeah. Which, I mean, you think about the fact that he literally said, all I want to do is Scott locations and then I'll write a script mm-hmm. afterwards. And then we'll start shooting in a few weeks. So wait, is that why seven and eight are like going to be this franchise ending couplet? Is it the pandemic when he's like, no, I got nothing else to do. Let me just write a really great. They were always, they were always going to shoot seven and eight concurrently. So I'm interested to see like, are we like, are we shooting stuff for this movie? Are we shooting stuff? Hopefully they're not literally shooting stuff for the eight movie while they're shooting it for the seventh they're gonna finish the seventh and then move on to the eighth there's that would your be, flashbacks that would from, be a nightmare. from what yeah. i have heard from a macquarie interview on another mission impossible podcast like the fuse oh we know them they're our enemies uh, but no. they've been on the show it's fine they're they're, they're kind of our them. enemies too they they said that <laughs> yeah. the old show was boring so they're kind of our enemies Apparently, now one of them we, actually we likes Twitter the old show them, i think <laughs> uh but they have basically said that it's going to be more of an adventure film, just globetrotting all around like all the right. other films haven't been, apparently. All right. Uh, 
and that they're going to give endings to like the entire team that isn't Tom Cruise. Interesting. So, All right. If endings is in if, final resting places or endings like like Vin Graham's going, ah, my, my legs really hurt. I'm, I'm oh, leaving. I, I know. Quit. Like if, if Luther dies, I'm, oh. I'm going to be a little upset. Or if that be, almost if Benji, happened in Fallout. If oh. Benji dies, can you imagine? How sad you would be if Benji like you know did what? something amazing, like as an amazing spy, and then gets killed, Here, like I, saving I'm everyone. I'm gonna say something controversial. I, well, what? I agree. I would be sad. I'd be okay with that though. Like I'm okay with Benji having a great noble sacrifice, hero hmm. moment, good death. But Veen Reigns has literally been in every single movie. I need him to be in every single movie of the franchise. He needs to become the IMF director. That's what I was go. thinking. He, he's the new secretary. There you go. They need to, because the guy can't walk anymore. He is, he is, his legs hurt so, his knees are shattered. They just need to put him in a desk, let him be the, the, the and he can come in and say cool lines and, and send Ethan on stuff, but he's got history with him. It all kind of works. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I would, I'm for a Luther secretary. My biggest want out of these two movies, though, more than anything, is, you know, like the, the old show isn't like super popular with people who watch the movies. I'm sure you could just grab a whole theater of people. And I bet you only one has seen or at least heard of the old show, which is weird. Well, well, I mean, 60 years ago and the first movie was 25 years ago. So it's, we have, we have now moved past that. Like I have watched the old show, but I didn't watch it fervently. And I didn't, it, it, it was old when I was a kid. And oh, so, yeah. and so the kids now are like, I don't even like what this was a TV show. Like I, mm-hmm. like that movie is old as shit. I've seen fallout. Like every person I know that I work with that's in their twenties has seen fallout and maybe, yeah. and maybe three cause or two. Cause they're like, that was the weird one, right? With the fire and the doves. <laughs> yeah. I know that one. With the hair. The yeah, the hair, and the beautiful hair. And it was Christian. But By the way, Christian my- has, Christian has <laughs> MI2 hair, everybody, just yes. so you know. Uh, Aaron, ha- Aaron has Ving Rhames hair. <laughs> uh, Nathan does not have uh, any of the movie's hair. Neither does Zach, and neither do I. We we all have non-canon hair. I, I have Emilio Estevez first movie. Well, no, yeah, kind of like a random henchman who just like shows up in the background of one scene of the original. Yeah. Nathan, show. you look like the guy that's not allowed to put the bag over the guy's face, and you have to <laughs> yes. stand in the back and shut your ass up. Hey, at least I get to go to craft services. But yeah, my biggest go. want of this entire like next two movies because they have mainly captured the formula down to every scene but one. Oh. I want a dossier scene. Mm-hmm. I want a scene where randomly Ethan Hunt is in a snazzy apartment and he goes through a ton of dossiers that just so happen to be like the same team he's had in all the other movies. It's stupid. I want it. But what but, if? But who carries around dossiers anymore? <laughs> yeah, I'm did. And it was <laughs> in the MI5 intro. It was. He could yeah, be like it was doing a... like some minority report esque, flipping through a hologram computer oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh like right. he could do it. What if you have like the iPad that has all of it in the dossier folder? Yeah, and then you out. see like different it's team members, like Jonathan Reese Myers. He just glances <laughs> past. I would. I'm so for that. Or uh, what's the helicopter guy from Two? Oh my hmm. God! Uh, not Steve Zahn. The, the Australian <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, uh, Billy. No, Billy. I mean, that's who he is. Yes. Don't forget Billy. 
I'm over here, guys. Wait, oh, my God. He became Scottish. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bill, come over here. It's been so long since I've done him. It now sounds like too good. I Scott the whole time. Uh, even oh. even put Phil Morris from the 80s Mission Impossible. This right. is just me geeking. You just He's want old shit in your movie. Yes, he does. That's well, all you want. What podcast? Uh, <laughs> you need to understand. You invited over the old TV Mission Impossible podcast. I, no, this I get it. This is a recurring thing. I understand <laughs> that, but you have to understand it. They're trying to make these so people will make money and young people will go see them. I know. They're, they're, hey, Barbara like, Bain pulls still. Oh, she'd be great, but no one was going. No one's going to see it. Oh, Barbara Bain's going to be in this movie. Well, my father would see it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone else would be like, I don't know who the hell this old lady is. But uh-huh. that's how I felt when I first saw Max. I don't think I really knew who uh, Vanessa Redgrave. I knew really? of the Redgraves. Like, I knew who the Redgraves were. Uh, actually, okay, flat out. sister. Hmm? Uh, when I saw, yeah, Vanessa Kirby in the new one, I did not realize that she was Max's daughter. It wasn't until, because I did a re- that for a review, and we were all talking afterwards, and other people were like, yeah, yeah, clearly, that's Max's daughter. Don't you know that? No idea what <laughs> she even said. She even said <laughs> it. No, yeah. no. And now he's taken that as penance, and now he has to do a Mission Impossible podcast. <laughs> there you go. That's why. Mission Impossible podcast. Uh, yes, sure. Yeah. It's a different kind of show. <laughs> all right uh what else uh do we know have we have any other like uh secrets and or we've kind of run through the gamut of everyone where, where we are because we're still kind of at the beginning of shooting now mm-hmm. i mean it yeah, doesn't say much at all when would the movie have come out originally uh, tw- i think it was um, mid it was like july of 2021 and i yeah. believe they have now moved it to december whether or not they keep that date all depends on whether or not everybody in the cruise cruise stays safe. Yeah. And also Paramount, I don't know what Paramount also had on the docket for earlier than that either. Cause now we're having, it's funny. Now we, we, we all love movies and we watch them, but we've all never had to deal with actually the functionality of we have to delay a movie. Therefore we delay every movie after it. <laughs> so we're all like, this is really weird. Like, so, so we can't have this movie. So Dune is being moved. Like you're moving a movie I wasn't even expecting. It's now moved because of another movie that was supposed to come uh, out in December. And it's like, oh my God, it's, there's a lot going on. My, so. my, my random ass prediction from okay. all of this, and this is one of the few good things that's going to come from uh, all of this kerfluffle, is that because we've had so many tentpole movies go under because they had to wait or get shuffled back or come out on streaming service to make up money, I think we are about to see the rise of the small budget B movie action again. Like, hmm. like you know, between five and thirty million dollar action films. I think that's going to be uh, very popular now that studios don't have money. Chuck Norris is dusting off his wig. <laughs> we are going to have a hundred and seventy six movies where Steven Seagal fights people oh, from God. his chair, and they're all going to come out <laughs> within two years. Uh, Wait, are- under siege. Three? Is it? It would be three. Wait, wait. Wasn't there a three? Wasn't there? There was a three. Wait, really? There was an Under Siege three? I I feel like there was a direct video one. It is. No shit. So two is Dark (laughs) Country, right? No, Dark Territory. Dark Dark Territory. territory. Dark Country. Yeah, but Gaussian as the bad guy. I'm a chef, so like a lot of my favorite action movies are like movies where it's just like, oh, the main character happens to be a chef. 
There is well, no under siege. Is he a, is he a chef or is he a cook? Okay, hold on. I, I I need to pause this because okay, <laughs> yeah. under siege franchise aside, which yes, we understand that. Um, how many action movies yeah. have main characters who are chefs? Uh, under um, siege, Ratatouille. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea counts if you think of LL Cool J as the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and LL fine. Cool J is fine. the main character in that movie. It's a reach, but I'll give it to you. Um, what's the What's the Gina Davis movie where she yeah. is? Remember? Yes, uh, she's, she's not really a chef. That. But she's not yes, a chef. She's just a uh, yes. It is the long kiss goodnight. Long kiss goodnight. Yes. Yes. The cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. Is that <laughs> Is that an action movie? There is okay, action. Guys. Sure, right, what are your thoughts on Hunter Red October since it's the cook? Uh, I, I love Hunt for Red October. So actually, I, it, there we go. That works. The cook's yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. Cook's the bad guy. The cook is the bad guy. Spoilers. Actually, I'm writing like seven <laughs> different chef lead character uh, action films. I have Con Air, but the chef has actually been accused of murder. The chef of the <laughs> the chef on the plane. The chef yeah. on the plane. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he just puts microwave meals. What, yeah. um, I was going to say, what movie did you see? I don't remember there being a chef. Oh, yes, this is the very famous Con Air airline. Where I'm you... assuming there is a chef. Okay. Actually, uh, fun fact, and I think I can tell this story. Uh, I was working on a documentary series where the director of uh, Passenger 57 mm-hmm. was going to... <laughs> like uh direct a few episodes and they're like wait you know this director by name because i'm weird like that i actually can't remember his name right now and they're like could you write a letter saying that you love his films and i wrote a letter where i lied and said that passenger 57 was better than die hard (laughs) i basically was, was like that moment when he says always bet on black cinema it's good for cinema and i'd love to have you on board all right, I'm looking through IMDb's best chef movies. Oh. I'm, just lo- I'm just looking for movies where they actually are action stars. Uh, Chocolat is not, does not oh. count. Um, there's something called The God of Cookery. Yes! Sorry. I, I, oh, wait, I think putting I that on my, my mic. Uh, Nathan, have you seen Leverage? No, the TV, but the TV show? That's the TV the show. The TV show, right? But one of the main characters is like a bruiser, but also is like very good at cooking. Okay, wait. So I'm since into we've, that. Since mm-hmm. we've now become the Chef podcast, um, <laughs> I, the God of Cookery is amazing. It's a Stephen Chow movie. He is a oh. Chinese. He started as an action star who did kung fu films. Who realized he was great at comedy, and so he did comedy kung Stephen fu films. Oh yeah, we love Stephen Chow. There's a ton on Netflix. It's amazing. And I, I, I want to say that God of Cookery is like right when he was in his uh, comedic prime. And that shit is hard to find in America. Yeah, I'll have to find that one. I, I love his I love Kung Fu Hustle and the other one, Shaolin Soccer. And I love those. So there's a bunch on Netflix. Just look, okay, I'm done. Oh, are there a bunch you, now? Yeah. Yeah, you, you did not at all hit on one of my uh, pet loves. Mm. <laughs> which is which one? Oh, Kung Fu movies, especially oh, weird any Kung Fu. movies. And by the way, I looked up the director of Passenger 57. He has not made any anything but he's made Uh, lots of tv uh, yeah another one you should find if you can jackie chan was in it a long time ago it was not the original title but it's called half a loaf of kung fu and i don't remember if he's a chef or if he just eats a lot i'm not (laughs) quite sure 
but it's damn good. It's one of those ones where, yes, of course, the bad guy has white hair and a long braid. Like, it's the same, like, eight guys from his crew. And these were when they were just, like, pumping those Chinese movies out, like, just, like, boom, boom, boom. Here are, here are all of our, uh, our kung fu movies. They're, like, basically all the same. But Half a Loaf of Kung Fu, one, great name. I mean, I'm going to take back what I said about Kevin Hooks now because he did Passenger 57 in 92, which is a great bad movie. You should see it. Yeah. Yeah. And he went on in 96. His next feature film, because he mainly does TV, was Fled, which, holy shit, if any of you guys remember that, it's a Lawrence Fishburne, Stephen Baldwin as escaped convicts who are handcuffed together. I watched that all the time as a kid. It is terrible and it is amazing. And then he made Black Dog, which is the trucker movie with... Um, uh... I was about to say, that's not the Sam Fuller movie. Or no, the Sam Fuller no, no, no. The, 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 he, I should know his name. He is a very famous actor. Patrick Swayze. It, yeah. it was the trucker movie that Patrick Swayze made. Like huh. that, that's in a row. He made three of my childhood favorite bad movies. Uh, just to follow uh, up, I, uh, just to follow up, half of loaf of kung fu has nothing to do with food, at all. There is a scene <laughs> where he, if you've ever seen uh, a kung fu panda when they fight over the one uh, one bow mm-hmm. when they are using chopsticks and they're fighting over it, that is actually in half a loaf of kung fu for reals, yeah. and it's insane. They're fighting <laughs> like they're moving food in a bowl around with uh, chopsticks in their hands, mm. and it's. You're like, oh, this is, I, I remember I saw it because I was a kid. I, I, I used to work at a video store and I would like just, that we'd have these and I'd just take them home. I was like, oh my God, this is like the great, I, I couldn't get anybody to watch it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> what's the name of the movie? Half a loaf of Kung Fu. And if you looked at the cover, you'd be like, absolutely. I'm not watching this. It's, it looks terrible. It looks like a, it looks like a knockoff import. It is, it is. It basically is, but that's what makes it. I, I have two things. Kung Fu Panda counts because at one scene he is right. first working he at is the a restaurant chef. <laughs> and then he <laughs> makes them soup and they're like, this is amazing, Poe. I, I don't know why I was doing like You're right. James Hong. Kung Fu Panda is, is, a, is a fighting chef. You're right. Yeah. Kind of both. And then uh, just to sort of tie it back on subject, if you can say that, there's an episode we're doing upcoming of the old TV show where <laughs> the Mission Impossible team is literally catering a mob's party. Oh, that's um, I've seen this one. Yeah, it it's called The Frame, and they look through their dossier and they find a dude who literally just owns a catering business, and that's an IMF agent. Isn't that I'm like really the first appearance of the Syndicate? It, I I can't say it is because they don't say Syndicate by name. But there are a few mob episodes. There oh, are okay. quite a few more mob episodes later on. But yeah. now my newest wish is that Ethan recruits a random chef oh. who is just constantly catering a party for S.A. Morales. Is, is it weird that like now my, one of my wishes is that either seven or eight involves the mob? Like they've never done a mob movie. Yeah, it'd be nice to do a. I mob mean, that's movie. how like because back in what the sixties, you couldn't say the mob. You have you'd have to say something else. That's why this they invented the syndicate. Yeah, I and that. I will yeah. say the uh, the third movie. I feel like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman kind of has a mob vibe. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's an arms dealer. But I mean, all the other agents places. are like, "Oh, he used to be a secret operative," and it's like once they got Philip Seymour Hoffman, there was like, "No, there's no way," to, and he's gonna buy him as a disgrace time <laughs> agent. I wish they would go back to that. I wish. Uh, we're, we're, let's 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 wrap up this with 
we talked about our wishes for like, well, not wishes, but more of like our predictions. What are your wishes for these movies moving forward? Mm. We don't know a lot about what the storyline is. One of my wishes of these movies is that we move back. You, you, are, you were joking, Nathan, about the dossiers. I, I do want them to go back to a lower stakes uh, they say this one's going to be about going across the world and stuff. I don't mind that. And I think that'll be fun because they can do a lot of little vignette full fun action pieces. I want them to go back to lower stakes missions. I think it would be funny for them to be doing, remember at the beginning of the first one, we got to see a lot of low stakes crap, mm-hmm. like the, the whole frame up of the Russian. That was fun. And we're like, what's that about? I, I want the go- to go back to that because what it's turned into is there's just one mission. And it's because one of Ethan's old nemesis is want to kill him. And I'm like, okay, that's a great story and all, but I, every movie can't be this. He mm-hmm. does have a job. I'm his job that, is actually. what? Oh, I was agreeing with you. That's okay. It. Yeah. His job, his job is to be an, an agent. I want to see more stuff, more just day to day, hilarious just them being the best they can be at their job. And I, you know what I miss? I miss sets that look like buildings that get moved away after it ends, like after they've mm-hmm. taken care of the thing. I just want hey, to see They did stuff. that in Fallout. They did. They it. did they, that in Fallout. When they, when they took, when they got rid of that thing for Wolf Blitzer, I was like, holy crap, I'm so happy. But I, I need it more. I need mm-hmm. more of it. Yeah. In a reference to actually an older episode of the TV show, just to throw that in there. Operation Rogash. Great episode. Mm-hmm. So, I'm down with that. I agree with you completely. Rogue Nation is actually kind of low-key my favorite of the franchise because Fallout's too easy. Um, (laughs) But like, I like that it's a smaller movie. It's more intimate. The issues are people trying to get money. It's not the end of the world. And I I, I would like a return to that. Even if they are going globetrotting adventure, just not have it be the Mission Impossible equivalent of the blue beam of light shooting into the sky at the end. Just something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Space hole. I, I'm actually willing to bet that it won't be a huge like nuclear threat because they've done that already twice. And I feel like McQuarrie isn't somebody to want to repeat himself. Kind of. I think time. it may be lower stakes, just bigger settings. Mm. I mean, we will get the crazy stunts because that will happen. I think what you're talking about, Jonathan, your best chance for a return of that, and I feel like this will probably happen in the near future, I think CBS All Access will mm-hmm. probably run like a tiny series. It could well, be like, like an Agents Plus. of S.H.I.E.L.D. style. Yeah, like yeah it could be about? eight to ten episodes, and it would just pretty much be the original Mission Impossible show. But, you know, you, so you, you throw in... Yeah, you can throw in get people Greg like Morse. Maggie Q or like... Fuck. You just get like Jeremy Renner to run that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck I else mean, is he doing? And I and I am a huge. I, I'm one of the only people that'll say this. I am one. I am a huge CBS All Access fan. I love Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, Discovery. Yes. I love. Uh, I actually love the the Good Fight. The Good uh, Fight's amazing. The, I'm like this. I'm like they're coming up with great shows. CBS kind of uh-huh. sucks as like a normal channel. It's it, mm-hmm. it's CBS. It's old people TV, but All Access hey, I, has just been. I on. loved Hawaii Five O when it was on. <laughs> Oh yeah, I watched the first three seasons of that show until every person of color on that show was like, "This kind of yeah, sucks." That's fair. <laughs> until they all kind of went, "I don't want to be on this show anymore because it, it sucks." Everybody was like, "Okay." <laughs> well, CBS is currently releasing the new series on or the original series that's on right. Blu-ray this November, 
And just looking at where the franchise is going, where it may end up being to the point where Tom Cruise is being phased out with like seven and eight being a big finale, which, you know, probably won't happen. He'll probably do this till he dies on set. Uh, I think CBS realizes that what they have here and, you know, to a better extent, Paramount is they have a cash cow that will sell. If you put like a small series out there and you title it Mission Impossible, people are going to probably subscribe to CBS All Access just for that. Yeah, what we're saying CBS All Access is all three of our podcasts think you're just the swallowest streaming network out there right now. <laughs> yeah, and if, yeah, you, give me a, if yeah. you give me a year for free, that wouldn't hurt either. That'd be yeah. nice. Not, not <laughs> pay for it for one. Well, thing. actually, I believe they're now retitling it Paramount TV. That's they, right. They is are. It, are Paramount, Paramount Plus? Plus? Oh, yeah, Paramount Plus. And, and Plus and wait, is Par- like Paramount that. Plus isn't CBS All Access though? Is it? I thought Paramount it Plus is. was the... T- so CBS All Access is going to be rebranded in 2021 to be Paramount Plus. What and is all that? happens they're like bring in some other stuff too and because like just recently they expanded the channels that they have on there my wife is very happy they got drag race um and i think they're gonna do another bump up and like Mm. build up their film library and we know they're i mean we know they're investing just millions of dollars in the star trek world it's Mm -hmm. so strange to me that a network that i got exclusively because of this podcast because i didn't want to have to try to buy the show uh, has ended up somehow being the streaming network i watch the most Hmm. yeah weirdly enough they like the other day i was like you know i really want to watch about schmidt is that streaming anywhere i was like sure enough fucking cbs all access were you watching about schmidt Wait, I love that. No, movie. no, no. I, I was is thinking there a of a chef in it? different movie. Is, is there a, <laughs> does someone cook something in a Schmidt? I don't remember. Uh, they, they cook a dinner. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of the, the one with Steve Carell where the rich people have a dinner for... Oh, dinner oh, for... About Steve? Something. Dinner something for dunces. Like that. Dinner for dummies. Like that. Yeah. I was like, why? why? But no, no, About Schmidt is legit. <laughs> yeah. And, and they've got like my favorite Leone film once upon a time in the West, which I mean, I already own on Blu-ray, but you know, it's cool to know that it's there in case my Blu-ray is missing. But yeah, I think my grander prediction will be that CBS will probably do a series after this. And if Tom Cruise doesn't phase himself out, they're probably going to do a big movie. That would be great. I would, I would enjoy that. That's a, that's a solid one. What about the rest of you guys? Ooh, I would say like my, the thing that I want is, I was missing a heist from the last, like the only thing about Fallout, there was like, there was, okay, there was stealing um, Sullivan Lane out of the truck, which, but that wasn't really a heist. I wanted them, you know, have to go into somewhere, use masks or something and steal something. Yeah, put Luther in a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he deserves to be. He always needs to be in a van with <laughs> lots of computers in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think we're all just saying the same things is go back to the first one and two kind of give us or the old show <laughs> or the tv show well i mean they've always been it's it's funny that the original tv show cast members hated the first movie because they made you know uh, spoilers yeah. if you haven't watched it you're weird for listening to this um the uh the, the, by making the main character a bad guy it's one of these things where i was like well, you just didn't like it because it's new i i think now if you went back to those people they'd be like yeah sure it's a huge uh, franchise mm-hmm be careful what you say because uh, 
I agree with you. Uh, I think that Jim Phelps is a bad guy was a perfectly okay decision. And <laughs> my, my oh. co-host uh, vehemently disagrees. He may froth at the mouth. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Aaron. You're a hero until I, you, turn, I, into, I you turn into the bad guy. I agree with your assessment of that. I just think that twist couldn't like sustain the internet era as well. No, it uh, wouldn't have been. Yeah. No, it, it yeah. only worked analog. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's the equivalent of if they released a Star Trek movie where Captain Kirk just like shot half the crew and then a new recruit has to figure out what the fuck happened. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, I would too. I would. Yeah, too. well, Shatner's the dick in general. So, well, like, I, I famously have no preciousness uh, in regards to like my IP. I'm like, that's okay. Mm. I don't care what you change about it as long as you make it work. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not personally like the biggest fan of the first film, but there's a lot that I love about it, and I feel like the scenes that I love about it are all the scenes where you know, you have a team and there's a heist going mm-hmm. on and mainly the old shows sort of stuff. And not to just so like be that like, first oh. 20 minutes in uh, Prague, the first 20 minutes I, I had the, the scenes with Vanessa Redgrave, which are oh, yeah. very just in general, pretty fucking great. And then the Langley heist, I, I can oh, take yeah. her leave the train scene there there's a lot of fun stuff in there and it's aged well but it's also not aged well at the same time. Yeah. Well, the other, well it's, it's, it's the, we just need an end. I, I, I yeah. think, if, if they're going to do a small movie, I think a better eye for what the movie is going to end up being, and this is what I want it to be, mm-hmm. uh, is Rogue Nation. Because mm. uh, I think that at this point in the franchise, they're not going to go back to that, that more methodical spy film. Because Mission Impossible 1 is a spy film. None mm-hmm. of the other Mission Impossibles really are are full-blown they're action spy movies. Films. They're mm-hmm. action movies with spies in it. And, and like... I think that doing the the globe-trotting adventure can work. I think as long as you have interesting set pieces. I, you know what I want? Here's what I want. I want set pieces that aren't necessarily, let's see how extreme we can go. I think mm-hmm. that the Opera House sequence is my favorite oh, segment so in the good. entire so franchise. Great. I want that. I want... Uh, interesting small tense things that are just as good as jumping a motorcycle off of a ramp off of yeah a i don't need the, i don't need tom for, cruise but... to kill himself i i <laughs> i don't he, he i think right now he's stuck in a fast and furious mentality of mm. bigger 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 and it's like no we actually don't we want you to ratchet it back down we're not going to be like uh pff, tom cruise is losing his stuff can't you can still have a crazy ass action scene in it just don't kill yourself like we're like i'm like like right now looking at the action scene you're doing i'm like well okay you're jumping off this ramp on this motorcycle to what end what is this like what i feel like you're already in a you're in a a mission that's going to be too large for me he's got to get the whatever drive from the the sky the whatever drive uh, oh, from god uh, he's got a step yeah, that that's actually that's mission impossible nine he actually it's a heist from god uh, ethan is brought to heaven which i guess he would go to i don't know i don't think he believes in that he can think he gets a planet i don't remember <laughs> okay Am I wrong for ethan to die and eight like yeah. I, I no i think he should want him to die i don't know I, I, Christian's like, like Christian's like no no I'm like I I'd be okay with that you're saying Benji could die I'd be okay if Ethan died in eight doing something 
not something you love. That sounds stupid. But you know, like him doing just being Ethan Hunt and mm-hmm. passing the torch. I don't want them to go and like do nine and like have a new team. Like, no. like I want it to end. I, hmm. You know, yeah. I, I like what Nathan was suggesting. And like once that came out, I was like, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what you do is, is Tom Cruise has a slow, quiet death in eight, something that's calmer and less, I'm hmm. going to drive a car off a building. It's like and, lupus or something. And like, you, you, you <laughs> kind of wrap up, have a little denouement, like, yeah, the mission, the, the IMF still exists. And then boom next season we have a cool new mission impossible show on cbs all access i could i i actually i really you know i'm on board for that i just gotta say i want a lot of the like other team members from some of the movies to come back Mm, yes yeah just in general like i mean everybody says jeremy renner he's already been in two movies so i'm not like super precious towards him i'd love to see paula Patton or maggie Mm. yeah why not have them back for one last in game style, just like <laughs> everybody come in. Let's uh, Lawrence Fishburne just to have it like literally have a have a, have a something at the office. Yeah, something yeah. all there. The IMF. I just want the teams to get shaked up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, right? We've had we have past... multiple teams. We've never had multiple IMF teams. Well, we've seen the, in the first movie. We saw the B squad come through. Yeah, but hey, we've never seen about, like like the a and b plot and like here's we've never actually seen the b squad doing, doing this and then here's luther leading the other team and that might be the tv show that that yeah. might be what we're there talking about is the i b- know i know mccory has toyed with the idea of doing like a multi-generational imf and actually bringing in characters from the old show because mm-hmm. i know there's a character in season one that we're currently covering right now named Dan Briggs. And if you guys don't know, this is a fun little story. He was an Orthodox Jew, the actor, Stephen Hill. So like for most of the season, there'll be moments where he gets the mission and then he is like, well, actually I know the person involved in the mission. So you guys (laughs) will have to go in as literally an excuse to the fact that he couldn't shoot on the Sabbath. And they toyed with bringing him back for Rogue Nation. Now, I'm not asking for, like, members of the team to, like, literally, you know, members from the TV show to come into the teams of the movies. George Takeshi Oh, yes. (laughs) I just think it would be fun to, uh, you know, just sort of, you could even like mine your history. I'd love to see Phil Morris as main. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you I can love- bring back George Takei or any of the original people that were on the show, and just don't explain it because yeah, they did like yeah. they didn't explain Max. I mean, Aaron didn't mm-hmm. notice that that was Max's daughter. <laughs> so why not just you know we we all got it from a couple of context clues when she says Matt the word Max, but there's not much. I mean, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. It's not obvious it's not like he shows up and there's a spotlight like hey guys i'm back like if george yeah. takai showed up you'd look at him and go there's george takai cool yeah I, i'm mainly saying that for like the tv show i think that yeah. would be a cool idea mm-hmm. if they do a tv show to just sort of be like hey fuck it we'll mine our history this guy was on the old show let's just throw him in here yeah the show the show can definitely do all of that i can bring on and also they have the budget to kind of mm-hmm. like a movie's not going to bring george takai on they're like I, we can't afford and him. you could have <laughs> Ving Rames be the head of the IMF. There you go. Bring it back to that. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Honestly, the, the, the people involved in these productions are all at this point, big enough names in Hollywood and in 
in the minds of people that they can then go and say, okay, we're going to take like the same creative team and go make another sci-fi movie or go do something completely different. That's just the same kind of thing, but it's not mission impossible. It's new. They can do something. I'd like to see something sci-fi. That's not the mummy. I'd like to see, I'd like, well, I'd, hey, like to, of most, I'd like to, if not all of Tom Cruise's sci-fi. Yeah. I would yeah, oblivion was oblivion's great yeah. we, we, we keep talking over you jonathan i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay no no worry about it i talk over everyone all the time no problem no i i agree uh well that's good anybody else have any any wants or wants for the uh the upcoming movie zach you got anything uh, i don't i'll tell you what i don't want which are masks i don't like masks you don't like masks. Good. Good. that's right yeah, no, that's good. right my All right, turn off your microphone. Just turn off stop, your microphone. Stop, stop, My favorite Mission Impossible, the one that got me interested in the franchise, is for Ghost Protocol. It had stunts. It had action. It had twists. It had gadgets that don't work. It had toggles hanging off the edge of the building, and it didn't have masks. Wrong. Except one, for one moment. Like that. One moment. There was a mask. There was a mask. And was choose not to worn by the part. bad guy where he was disguising as his henchman, which is like, okay, what? No sense, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the masks are dumb, and I think the franchise is better without it. So you, also, you take uh, Henry Cavill's view of masks. That's right. Also, I want lava. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold lava. on, lava, lava, like like, lava. like molten rock. Sorry, yeah, it's just a, a big change of subject is all. <laughs> okay, so a, so a no lot, masks and lava. Okay, so look, so a lot of Mission Impossible movies have stunts involving heights. Okay, Tom right. Cruise falls off a helicopter. Tom Cruise is on the bridge of Khalifa. Tom Cruise skydiving, heights, 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 and then I think it was Rogue Nation had the one where he's swimming through water. Mm-hmm. That was really good. It was a really good stunt. It was really different. So. Reverse the He's got to swim lava. in lava. lava. Can right. I just say, I, and I want everybody to know that this is confirmed. Zach actually pulled off a mask and revealed that he is <laughs> producer John Peters. Who <laughs> I think that urged, seems like an insult. Giant spider? <laughs> the who, giant mechanical spider? Yeah, yes. who urged for the urged for two things. I don't oh. want uh, Superman wearing that <laughs> cape, and I want a giant oh. spider in the third oh. act of this film. All right, here we go. Here's what I want now. Mission Impossible 8, Final Climax, Tom Cruise versus is the that the name of the movie? spider. Is it called Final in Climax? A volcano. Yes. <laughs> I would watch. Uh, I mean. I would watch Tom right. Cruise's Final Climax. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ugh. I said that. Uh, I I, <laughs> does that come out of your mouth out loud? Uh, I climaxed a few purpose, times no during less. Fallout, I will say. I would accidentally bought tickets to the uh, Dolby uh, Theater oh. for it. It was great. I mean, I told my family, I'm like, oh, I, because I, I, I took my whole family, like everyone, including my like 11 year old and, and, and my 16 year old and my parents. And I was like, oh, and I looked around and I went, yeah, every one of those red lights, that's a, that's a, that's a speaker. So just get ready. I, this is going to be a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. And just literally everything in the movie shook the building. And we were all like, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm immediately curious. Did that movie just destroy your 11-year-old's mind in the best of ways? Because Oh, he loved it. He loved yeah. it. Yeah. It was his first Mission Impossible movie. There I was going to ask. Yeah, and, and it was my other son's uh, second. He's only seen Fallout and uh, Ghost Protocol. Huh. 
and got to show him Rogue Nation. Bro. Rogue no, Nation. he missed it, and then now he's seen, now he's gone back and seen. Uh, all okay. of it. He, he my little brother, uh, he was like when he was like three years old, he would act like he's climbing on the window <laughs> like Tom Cruise. Oh, and uh, when I took him to go see Fallout, I, I took him to go see it in 4DX like a dummy, which <laughs> was was fun, but. Towards the end of it, he's like he saw the hallway fight, and every time they'd have a puff of air for each oh, blow, which oh. really sucks because every few seconds it's just be like, psh, psh, psh. and he's like, "I need to know what those punches sound like, Nathan. We got to go see it again." <laughs> That's not a problem. <laughs> That's too and many D's. Like, too many D's. That's one extra D. That's too many. I totally get it, man. And I took him to go see it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for when it. I'm excited for when we get. Well, we've now had. We now have. So we have no masks, lava. Uh, go back to the basics, basically. Um, on on wait, all. Wait, wait, Zach, are you an anti-masker? I'm just with you. Uh, yeah, I've been really trying not to make that joke over here this whole time. Like, that doesn't you know, play well right now, man. Up. No, shut does up. not. My mask is sitting right here next to me. I'm I'm in uh, my own house. I uh, don't got Actually, one nearby. Uh, uh, yeah, can everybody show their mask? Yep, yep. Right here. Oh, uh, and uh, remember, go to RT Public. We have Tom Cruise face mask. If you guys want a, a Tom Cruise's face, I we'll give you guys the link. You'll never be able to find it. I don't want that. Tom Cruise's face on your face? Yes, it's I amazing. It's just his smile with that oh. center tooth. It's, oh, no. it's shocking. Oh. It's shocking. The John My Boyd mask didn't play well today. Oh, we're gonna no, we're gonna we're gonna add some more masks later, but uh, but no one no one knows what Dougray Scott's face mouth looks like, whereas Tom oh. Cruise's mouth is extremely unique. Mm-hmm. I feel like that other henchman in MI two definitely knows what Dougray Scott's mouth looks like. <laughs> Hugh, his name's Hugh. Hugh, Hugh Stump. They def- There is some energy there. Oh yeah, we've talked about it. It's, oh yes, it's not an energy. It is. We're like they they wrote this in the movie. This is Hugh is in love they, with him. They were fucking. You're saying that Mi Two is the Nightmare on Elm Street Two of the franchise. Yes, it, it's also the Too Fast Too Furious of the franchise. Oh, oh God, it is. Well, but Too Fast Too Furious <laughs> is amazing, and so is, is you it? know. Now is that this? we've gone, now that yes, oh, right. Now that we've gone back and we watched one, we're now on three right. famously. Uh, we have said this. We like two right now more than we like th- Mission Impossible three. We're like in our minds, three was always the good one, and we're going back. And we're like, you know what? Three's weak in some places, but Mission Impossible two at least it's fun as hell. It's weird, but it's fun, and it looks pretty. That's hearsay. Mission <laughs> oh. Impossible two, the one where he says Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. That That's is three. three, and three is great. So the Vatican I have recently watched. Both the Vatican heist is great. There are great parts to Mission yeah. Impossible 3. But I feel like Mission Impossible 2, at this moment that we're at, is a better – the Mission Impossible 3 has to prove itself to us right now. I hope you guys discuss the fact that out of nowhere uh, – what's his name? Dr. Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I call him. <laughs> okay. Uh, Billy Crudup, Dr. I, Manhattan. I, I hate Billy Crudup. Randomly, like, reveals to be racist. <laughs> like, it's third act racism reveal. Because when he's talking to him on the chair, he just says to him, he's like, uh, oh, you, what, you really thought it would have been that uh, affirmative action poster boy talking oh, about Lawrence right. Fishburne? Yeah, that. They it, when they say that, you're like, you're like, wow, I wasn't expecting that in this movie. You're yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, man. That came out of nowhere. So not only is he evil, he's also racist. Republican, yeah. Back when, back when being racist and being evil were separated we're in some way. <laughs> 
So, all right. Well, that's cool. Uh, look, guys, we've done an hour and a half of this. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else you guys want to bring up before we, uh, we let you do your plugs at the end of this? I will just say I like – so the, the shooting in Rome right now, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise is wearing a, like, part of a three-piece suit, and I'm just liking the look. Like, we haven't seen Tom Cruise – like, Ethan – really dressed up i feel like in a while not since like I feel first like movie since, no yeah. ghost protocol he wears a tuxedo well, rogue nation he okay. wears a suit he actually yeah. wears a suit referencing north by northwest that's which is right well it's on a plane about. yeah but but i mean like yeah. you don't see in a the lot opera. of it uh, all right the opera but do we consider opera. though a tuxedo for him is that dressed up because that's almost like a costume it like it's he's on a he's on a he's on the when he wears a three piece suit that means that's he's true. dressed yeah. nice yeah as opposed fair. to yeah. right. a, to me a tux is like any idiot could rent a tux not everyone could pull off a three piece suit because you have to get it Very tailored true. that's the whole thing I don't know I'm just a snob about suits I guess it looks nice I'm the Tom that, Ford yeah, of suits so I'm I'm uh, I think the Tom Tom Ford would have the word with you but yeah i like i like the three the, the vest and like the vest look and the tie or sometimes I, it's, i've seen photos where he has a tie where he doesn't have the tie so that's the only thing i'm just like i like the look i like that it's different than every other outfit we've seen of him so far which is just the turtleneck and yeah. you know jeans combo yeah, yeah it feels very classical yeah i'm excited i'm excited for the movie is anyone is anyone uh wary of the movie is anyone scared about i nothing i've heard or seen has made me go oh jesus this is gonna be a goddamn nightmare nothing has nothing about it has made me has scared me yet so hopefully that's about this movie are one of the few like lights i've had in the past couple (laughs) weeks like every time i'll see news about it and i'll get an alert on my phone i'll be like oh who has covid it's like Oh no! I guess Tom Cruise is just on a train. That's cool. cool, just, cool, cool. Just, just waving and smiling <laughs> yeah. at people like yeah, yeah no reason, fucker that he is. Yeah, being awkward like he always is around fans. <laughs> cool. Well, awesome. Well, let's, let's do this. Let's do some plugs, and then we'll go to sleep. <laughs> uh, Nathan, Aaron, why don't you guys do go first? Because I introduced you first. That's only fair. Oh. Um, Nathan, why don't you go first? No, I thought you go. First. Did you guys not remember right, your own plugs? We, no, no, <laughs> the same did. plugs. Uh, yep. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Father Baldor. Uh, you can also listen to us at Mission Impotable, uh, which we do every week. It's a fun listen. And I'm going to steal Nathan's plug. You can also listen to us at oneofus.net, where I do a home release podcast and uh, we both appear on uh, kind of a, in, a video on demand review thing too called Screener mm. Squad. Nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, stole what, your plugs. I'm sorry. What, what, what he said. Uh, beyond that, you can follow Mission Impotable on Twitter at Impotable. Also, follow me on Twitter at Nathan Flynn. Uh, I don't tweet that much, though. Great. Yeah. Fair warning. I'm both a film geek and very left wing. So just, just know what you're walking into. I'm super left wing. So. I- <laughs> Even on the impotable like Instagram, I don't know why. Insufferable. <laughs> you can follow the Spy Fi guys, which is my and Zach po- Zach's podcast. Um, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We cover spy movies, both spy fact and spy fiction, and everything in between. And Zach, you want to promo your other podcast? Sure. I also do one called Tuesday Night Gaming, which the premise is every week we talk about a different episode of a TV show. So we just finished The Boys season two, and we'll be doing The Mandalorian later. 
interspersed with occasional watch out, watch out, or heal me, stuff like that. So if that's something you're interested in, you can find that on usual podcast places. Awesome. And since we may be giving this out, we're going to be giving this out to everybody and they want to put it on their feed, they can. We'll give our plugs. Uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Minute Impossible, whatever our name of our podcast is. Uh, it's me and Chris, and we're on the third season of uh, Mission Impossible. We're on hiatus still. Uh, we went, went on hiatus about a month into COVID, and we're still on it. But we will be coming back. Don't worry. Uh, we just have had to summon the will to uh, record more episodes for you guys. Uh, we, we love having you guys listen. And people have still been listening and talking about the show. So we're super happy. Find us at Men Impossible on Twitter. And our website is MinuteImpossible.com. If you want to download anything from there, it's got all our episodes on it, even though you can get it from any podcatcher that you normally listen to. So until uh, next time, I've been Jonathan. Each of you say say your name. I've been Nathan. I've been Aaron. I've been Zach. This minute will self-destruct. Like a explosion noise. See you next time on the show. It's done in